Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hey, Jackie Cation here. Welcome to the dark forest. It's November or December of 2022. Uh, you're about to listen to The Dork Forest. My name is Jackie Cation. The website's, of course, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you enjoy a determiner. Anyway, uh, November and December, I ask that you do not donate to The Dork Forest, that instead you donate to your local food bank, because uh, it's a nice holiday kind of wintery thing to do. And uh, if you don't know where your local food bank is, you can go to feedingamerica.org, or you can Google the words that are your town's name and the word food bank. Hey, sarcasm. Uh, JackieCation.com is where everything is linked. Like if you go to dorkforest.com, you can see all the notes and it'll link you to the YouTube videos for the Dork Forest and the and Apple podcasts and it's on Stitcher. It's on all the things. Anyway, so JackieCation.com will link you to everything. Dork Forest will link you back to JackieCation.com and to everything else. There is merch. If you have some sort of holiday wish to purchase a Dork Forest t-shirt, uh, the logo is now on a, a black shirt with the the logo in that bright green that the Ranger t-shirt used to be. Sold out of the Ranger shirts, discontinued. Uh, also, I have some stand-up shirts that are squish t-shirts. If you wanted uh, a meat shield t-shirt, I have limited sizes left, but that's still a benefit for uh, to help uh, immigrants and uh, anti-racism stuff. So if you want, go look around JackieCation.com store for your your store needs. I also have a new album out that's playing almost nowhere. That's right, because of legal issues uh, with something called Spoken Giants. Very disappointing. Uh, so the special itself is on YouTube on the 800 Pound Gorilla YouTube channel, uh, linkable off of JackieCation.com. You can also get a DVD or a CD at JackieCation.com. The, the CD itself is listenable at places where you can buy it. So at Apple iPod, iTunes and at Amazon Music that you could also stream it there. If you buy it, I make more money. Uh, but if you want to stream it, do whatever you want. But it's not on Pandora. It's not on Spotify. It's not on Sirius XM. <sighs> and neither are my four other albums. But uh, do whatever you want uh, because uh, it's your life. There we go. What else is happening? I'm touring. I'm doing a lot of stand up on the road. Feel free to come. Feel free. Um, to sign up for the email list at JackieCation.com. Harder to get on because you got to find how you how you put it in to then to get off, which is you scroll and hit unsubscribe. But uh, all of these things are available on JackieCation.com. I'm coming to do stand-up probably near you. If not near you, near someone you love. Tell them. Anyway, let's dork out about something. Let's get into the show. Oh, my gosh, Jackie Cation. It is I, Jackie Cation, Ranger of the Dork Forest, uh, in the Dork Forest, with a new guest. Matthew Patrick Davis, a man with three first names. Welcome to the program, Matthew Patrick Davis. Hello. Thank you, Jackie. All right. And Matthew Patrick Davis is spelled like all of those words would be spelled. Matthew, two yeah. T's. Patrick, one T. Davis, no T's. And it's no. at Matthew Patrick Davis. And you are in, uh, you're currently in a, in a new movie on HBO Max called Barbarian. 
That's right. It was in the theaters uh, like a month ago in the actual real life movie theaters, and it was number one in the box office. What? Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. And, and then now it's in uh, on HBO Max and on digital. There you go. And uh, that's called Barbarian. So you can go called watch Barbarian. that. Is it about a barbarian? Is it about Conan the Barbarian? What is it about? It's not a, uh, Conan's not in it. Uh, barbarian or O'Brien or Conan any of the Conans. Conan is not in it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was. That'd be funny. That would be. Uh, yeah. No, it's a horror movie. Uh, I play a character where prosthetics are involved. I'm unrecognizable, but I play a scary person. As the handsome young of... man that you are uh, in front of me, this is not what Co- is portrayed in the movie yeah. Barbarian. Often this, this industry is like, cover up that face. <laughs> we don't want it. You don't want to see it. Who's got a face for radio? This one, right here. Ex- anyway, exactly. so, uh, and you also have a musical that might be happening. If this goes, it's on November 29th. That's right. So uh, that, is a, that is a Tuesday, and that is when The Dork Forest comes out. It comes out on Tuesdays. It Synergy. could be this Tuesday, this very day when, when this drops, or it could be a week from this Tuesday if it drops on the 22nd. I can't remember. So, uh, but it's, so you uh, have it's notice a musical. Or- here in That's Los right. Angeles at the UCB. Is it the one on Franklin or the other? Well, the, the other is dead. No, no. Did it get, it, did it not make it? Yeah, with because of the pandemic, it mm-hmm. didn't make it. Uh, the New York ones didn't make it. it. This is, the one on Franklin is the last UCB standing, and it's just reopened like a month ago. Oh my gosh. You guys, go to Franklin and Gower and go to the UCB and uh, hand them what is probably uh, 10 to $20 maximum and uh, watch the musical. What's it called? Uh, so this is a musical that I wrote in the before times and we're taking it back uh, post uh, panty, not post panty. No, <laughs> we're no, still in it. Post lockdown. That's, what I like <laughs> that's, to call that's it. how you say it. That's how you say it. And uh, it's a musical about pun competitions, which are a real thing that exists. And the musical is called pun off. Oh my gosh! Uh, of course, it's a real thing that exists. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I may, in, I may. Can you guess where? This. Can you guess wh- the, where those things exist? They exist in Austin, in Brooklyn. <laughs> I was going to guess Australia. Uh, did, oh. did you ever see Strictly Ballroom? Anyway, I, I did not. Are there a lot of puns? <laughs> no, but there's a. It's a weird. It seems like a weird dork. Uh, it's like a celebration and embracing of the weird and. Um, much of Australia will do that, except for, of course, the horrible parts where there are bad people. Uh, they're everywhere, you guys, is what I'm saying. Australia isn't perfect. It's pretty no. great, though. It's pretty great. No. Uh, Matthew Patrick Davis, your dorkdom is a musical dorkdom. So everybody who's got them, get ready to smoke them. Uh, we like to play a little drinking game whenever there's a musical, because <laughs> I don't know who anybody is. Your musical guest is Bjork. Right. She's not the guest on this show, just to be clear. I don't have her here. I uh, looked her up because all I remembered, swan dress, musician, Iceland. Yes, correct. That's what I've got. That's right. What else is happening? So, yeah, let's turn this uh, dork forest into a Bjork forest. (laughs) Let's put umlauts. Matthew Patrick Davis wrote a show called Pun Off, you guys. Yes, a Bjork <laughs> Forest. I might just call the episode Bjork Forest. It could happen. Exactly. With, all right. With umlauts. You got to have umlauts and put them all over your name, too, and over my name. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put an ellipsis after all of things. Okay. Bjork. So what do you listen? Do you do you not listen to music? I don't listen. I do listen to music. I'm not a monster, uh, but um, <laughs> I don't listen to whatever Bjork's pr- producing. No. 
uh, and I didn't mean to conflate the two, but you were saying it's a it's a musician, therefore I don't know about oh, it. Oh, here's my thing. I buy an album once every two years, maybe yeah. once a year, and it's a variety of different things. It could be anything. Uh, sometimes it's it's the hippity hop. Sometimes it's a musical. <laughs> sometimes it's a, a guitar rock. But uh, I don't know who anyone is. Uh, for example, Joni Mitchell. We did an episode. My first question is she still alive? Yes. Yes, she is. Uh, God, Jay-Z. My first question, who is Jay-Z? Uh, sure. Not the question Dwayne Perkins was looking for. He was like, the many questions I thought you'd say, that wasn't it. Uh, so Bjork, those, I mean, is it electronica? Uh, she she is like experimental electronic music, uh, but also uh, real life instruments are also involved. And with the, uh, is there lyrics? And she sings. She's a beautiful singer. Okay, I uh, I have I is there a, is there a, a hit that I would know? Uh, I think maybe her most well known well are two of her early ones from the nineties, either Human Behavior or Oh So Quiet. Okay. Uh, I can't play any of them just because it would, um, ooh, that's four minutes and 15 seconds. I like a song that has some meat to it. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. It's the olden times before, uh, you know, the AD uh, D or I don't and know. And I will tell you this is that what I usually also do with musical guests is I ask for you to make, uh, and I would say Spotify, except for that. I don't like Spotify right now. They've taken all of my albums away. And uh, wait, no, Pandora was the one who took them all away. Spotify oh. took just the current one away. Uh, oh. And so uh, there's, lawyers are involved. It's not my fault. Uh, but here's the scoop. Put it on Spotify or Amazon Music, which I use. I know, again, not a hip thing to do, but I accidentally okay. signed up for it one time and $7 a month, it's theirs. So um, a list of a, I think it's eight songs of Bjork, your eight favorite Bjork songs. Would you be willing I, to make me such a list? Oh, sure. Right now? Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Later. Later, for sure. Like, I, maybe I should have done that before the thing, and then and we could like talk about it. A lot of people would have given you, and I have previously sort of said, come up with your five favorite albums or your eight favorite right. songs or your three favorite scandals. I don't know. I never know what to do with musicians. Uh, is she scandal ridden? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think she like punched a paparazzi uh, person, but who hasn't, you know, <laughs> who hasn't wanted to. Uh, right. So uh, were they in her face? Were they in her business? Did they have a nose problem? Were they on the Erie Canal? Were they in the Eiffel Tower? I think they were, they were in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool. She was trying to live <laughs> her life probably. If it was Eiffel or, or nose, nose canal. Right, right. <laughs> what are you, the police? Is what I like to say to people. Get out of my face. Anyway, so, um, yeah. So when did you start liking uh, Bjork? Has been around for some time. This I know. Correct. Uh, so my first foray into Bjorkdom was seeing the movie she was in. Uh, it was a Lars von Trier movie called Dancer in the Dark. Okay. And uh, this is a movie musical. Oh, I, I love a movie musical. Do you? Yeah. Is it a? Is it scary though, or is it? It is deeply sad. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. I'll like. I'll watch it, but I will love to hear about it. Dan, yeah. what year did it come out? Like eighties, nineties? Uh, nineties. Okay. 
Dancer in the Dark. When did it come out? 2000. That's not the 90s. So close, though. And close. Uh, and it's a sad musical? <laughs> yes, it's deeply sad. Wow. But it is it is uh, kind of, it's the structure that I... I now hold as like the perfect structure for a musicalized movie, for a movie musical, because I feel, I don't know how you feel, but I I feel like you see, you go to stage to see a a Broadway show or a musical, people start singing, you're like, yep, that's normal, that should occur. Yeah. But when people start singing uh, with a camera on their face, sometimes it's a little off-putting or it's a little strange. Sometimes a movie musical has to like ease you into it. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Um, like... Or they have to justify why the character is singing with like a little magical realism or something like that. So the way that Dancer in the Dark does it, so Bjork plays a woman who is losing her eyesight. She is slowly going blind. And she also loves going to the old movie musical house, like seeing the old like black and white movie musicals from the 40s and 50s or or whatever. I don't know. Right. And um, so that is her escape. And then... As she loses more and more contact with her physical world by losing her eyesight, she escapes further and further into her fantasy world. And basically, anytime something horrific happens in her life, she like disassociates from the horror of her existence into a musical. Oh my God. And then there's a musical number, and then it slams back to reality and. Right. And, so and then it, she has to deal with whatever, whatever's happening yeah. in real life. Yeah, exactly. So and, does it um, go from black and white to color? Uh, this is a quick question. No, I kind of wanted to, but uh, but I understand why they wouldn't because it's two thousand. They don't need to. They you get it, you get it. Some yeah. of the stuff is dream sequence. Some of it's real. We're all sophisticated yeah. consumers. So yeah, does it Bjork really just start goes it? from yes, and then yeah, and she wrote all the music and oh. a lot of uh, a lot of the music. She does this anyway in her album. She will sample real life uh, things and turn those sounds into instruments. So in this, so for instance, the first time that it becomes a movie musical, the first time that you're even aware that it is a movie musical is like 40 minutes into the movie. Uh, all of this has already been established. There'll be little times which she like, so she works in a factory. Okay. And so there'll be little times where like the sounds of the factory will start to like turn into maybe a beat yeah. and she'll start to escape. And then, you know, the boss will be like, Hey, focus. And she'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally you're packing she... herring, get in on it. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, oh, and they also set up how the factory is very dangerous. Like don't do this or the things will break or people will die or, you know, is it set in current times or is it set in old times? I think maybe it's set in in current two thousand. Okay. Maybe. Okay. There we go. All right. Um, because you would have uh, thought there would have been a union. That's just I'm I'm just curious about uh factory safety. Uh, exactly. Well, and also where does this take place? I, I don't know. Oh, Iceland. I should imagine. I know, right? Yeah. All I right. don't think it does. <laughs> you don't think it does? <laughs> I forget, but, Okay, so, but that's kind of cool that the sound of the factory becomes music around her? Yes, yes, exactly. And then, so when it finally kicks into the first song, like, yeah, it's the sounds of the factory that start going like, 
And then she starts going, and starts singing along to the music. And then the fellow factory workers start like grabbing a mop and start dancing around. And everyone comes to life and it turns into this full musical thing. And then meanwhile, she's done the bad thing that you're not supposed to do, which is take your eye off of the thing that can break a machine or whatever. And she almost like someone almost loses their arm, you know? So it just like slams back to reality where she has, she has daydreamed. She's right. And and it's a factory job. So there's no reason not to. You're, you're making tar waffles. It's boring. It's, yeah, it's it's a little boring. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. And then it just like, it gets sadder and sadder from there. A lot of horrible things occur to her. Like she's, she's trying to, what is she trying to do? Raise money, to like send her son. Oh, she thinks that her son's going to become blind because she, it's like a, it's a, it's a thing that is past genetic the, or it's a genetic thing, whatever degenerative eye thing she has. So she's like saving money to pay for his eventual surgery or something. Her friend, friend's husband, he steals that money. Uh, cause he really needs it. He needs that money. Then eventually, I mean, this is spoiler alert, who cares? It was 2000. Uh, But she does end up kind of accidentally, but kind of not killing this man. Uh, Dancer in the dark. Over his corpse, the like the record is kind of, you know, when a record is played out and then it just kind of is going. Yep. So that starts like a little beat of a song. And then she like starts singing and then the corpse wakes back up and. And she like is singing like, I did what I had to do. I'm sorry. And he's like, it's okay. You did what you had to do. And then like, but then it of course slams back to reality where she has to deal with uh, yeah. killing a man. Yeah. Yeah. That's not ideal. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, uh. she goes to, uh, and then she goes to court and the, the little pencil sounds turn into a beat and she sings and uh, Joel Gray from Cabaret shows up and he does a tap dance on the table. And then, uh, and then she goes to prison and then she is uh, sentenced to death, and then as she is walking up the stairs to her final, uh, you know, hanging, yeah, um, th- her steps uh, also a start tune, a beat, also a tune, also a tune. She sings a tune right up to her, and then she's hung, and then that's like the end of the movie. So, like I said, <laughs> well, it's I'm so glad sad. she wrote the music to this. Is here's my question: Does she yeah. leave her son some money? Is there anybody? How old's the kid? Is this an adult man? No, I think he's like ten. Oh, okay. This is this is some poor planning on this. On, on granted, Bjork in two thousand, I think, was thirty four years old. Okay. So, because um, I was looking, we were about the same age, and um, the the weird thing, it's so she might have been thirty six, whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. so, did you ever see Moulin Rouge? Sure. That is another sad sack of of a of a of a musical, yes. where as soon as you know our our courtesan with a heart of gold coughs up blood, doomed. But um, anytime you cough blood in a movie, that's not a good sign. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> a sign no one that, recovers after coughing blood in a movie. Not in a movie. Not in a movie. No. That's not just going to be a bloody nose. It turns out that's going to be in real life. People cough blood and then and don't die in real life. Apparently. For reals. For reals. Sometimes. Not myself. Uh, recently. And let's knock Good. on wood. But. Good. Me too. 
Okay, so that was your introduction to Bjork. That was my introduction, and I was entranced by the music. I really loved the music, and uh, and then I went back and I listened to. I think at that time she had put out three albums, so I went back and listened to those three albums. Okay, and then uh, and then her fourth one that I also love, I think, came out the next year or maybe two years later. Um, so it's really those four albums, and then there's the soundtrack called Selma Songs for Dancer in the Dark. That was also a very good album. So those right. five albums I have the most emotional connection to. Okay. And to your knowledge, is she still writing, performing, and um, putting out albums? She released her 10th album this very year, probably a month ago. Okay. And so in those, in those, does she do sort of a lot of that found uh, instrumental stuff? Yes. Yes. An example, she did a an album called biophilia, which was like just based on like the stars and earth and everything. She's, she's all about concept albums. Like every album is a concept album okay. from like from the record design to like what she is wearing on the record to what she wears on the tour, to the design of all the music videos, to the s- instruments that are used. So in the tour for biophilia, she played a literal Tesla coil. <laughs> Okay. So there is a song where you, they somehow connected a keyboard to a real Tesla coil. Mm-hmm. And if you went to her show live, you would see a Tesla coil on stage and a piece of a song is going. And it's just lighting up the coil or. Yes. And real electricity is firing off. <laughs> Wow. And creating a sound and somehow they pitch that sound. I don't know how they do it. It's the so it's not it's the showmanship too that you really like about her. Mhm. Yeah, cuz there's I mean it's it's a whole show. It's a whole it's a whole production, right? It's not just like you can sit around and listen to the album. Do you end up listening to the whole album because it's a concept album or are you pulling yeah. songs out? Okay. Yeah, it's a good front to back. Listen, all of them are, yeah. Okay, and that's essentially her first five albums are your your faves. Are my faves, yeah. Although, yeah. also the sixth one, so the sixth one yeah. is called Medulla, and she made an entire acapella album, but it's not like a college acapella group. It's um like- uh, Picture me disappointed. I actually like a college acapella <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> You were so intrigued. And, then I, <laughs> and I was like, nope, it's not that. It's not the pentatonics, Jackie. Uh, weirdo. Anyway, so- Yeah, what this is, is a weird, weird version of that. Um, and so basically like how she sampled, found sounds in other things. Here she would sample, you know, the human voice, but turn it so it sounds like a keyboard or- she got this like a really good beatboxer, um, Rozelle, to do a lot of the things. And, okay, uh, to work with. Um, yes, and uh, but That's- a lot of it you would think th- that instruments are being played, but really it's just no. She's sampling just someone going ooh, and then she's playing it on a keyboard. You know. Okay, but um, with her voice. But and with the, her and, voice and or other people's voices. And looping it all together, and this sounds like a very much a studio album. Have you ever seen her live? I've seen her live a couple times. Okay. And she specifically. Are you wearing a Bjork t-shirt? No, I'm wearing a Overlook Hotel okay. uh, t-shirt. Okay. I saw the K and I was like, oh, I wonder <laughs> if he's wearing a Bjork t-shirt. <laughs> I don't have a Bjork t-shirt. So Something what kind for. of Bjork dork am I? Huh? Well, it's uh, you came up with uh, Bjork Forest, so you're pretty good. Uh, <laughs> good. So, 
Anyway, what, uh, um, yeah, so how is she, how, so live, that's gotta be, it's gotta be looped. It's gotta be sampled. It's gotta be brought in from ahead. Yes. So, well, that, so that acapella album, she never toured live, uh, I think because yeah, it was fully a studio album. Um, but yeah, she will, she will reinterpret and then re reinterpret her own song. So like the aforementioned human behavior, which was on her first album debut, you know, is a fully produced track, but live sometimes she'll do it with like a single accordion player and her voice okay. or like a single harpsichord player and her voice, you know, so do like a really pared down version. Um, yeah. Or like the recent tour I saw uh, this past February, her ninth album was like flute based. So it was like 12 flutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so she had a lot of flute players on stage, you know, and yeah. then would. Interpret flautist. her old songs with flautists. Exactly. We are reminded of the word flautist from Lizzo in James Madison's Crystal Flute. Did you did you do you remember hearing about that? It was about three weeks ago. Uh, about Lizzo? Yeah, about Lizzo and the Crystal Flute. It sounds, I didn't know what oh, is. I didn't like know a what movie. Uh, Lizzo and the Crystal Flute. Uh, yes. James Madison, slave yes. owner, founding father, uh, yes. owned a flute. <laughs> that okay. is in the Smithsonian and okay. it's made of crystal, but it is not like crystal quartz that has then been carved out, which is what I thought when I heard uh, crystal flute, but it, yeah. it is crystal like when there is blown glass and they okay. call it a crystal goblet, a crystal chandelier. It is a crystal flute. And then Lizzo played the crystal flute and twerked and got down. I understand. And, sure. um, and there was backlash from what can only be called idiots. Uh, sure. So white supremacists, uh, terrible people who gave it to Wait, damn, but she got the didn't... actual one from the Smithsonian? Yeah. Who, nobody knew James Madison had a crystal flute. And then all of a sudden, they're all mad about it. You're like, you've yeah. never even known. But that's when I was reminded of the word flautist. So uh, Never forget the word flautist. <laughs> it's very that's hard. It. My brother Russ plays the flute. Really? Yes, currently. He's taking flute lessons again. He played it in high school, and he's decided in his twilight years to go learn to play the flute again. Oh, good. How's it going? It's sometimes he... hard to learn something that you used to know and then be reminded, I don't know it anymore. I think he's, I used to he's know having it. the time of his life. He's having a good, good time. Yeah. Talk to me. So her ninth album is flute-based? Flautist-based? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's called Utopia. I was just listening to, so she, this year leading up to her 10th album, uh, released a podcast where each, uh, 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 episode is one album. And so it's just a limited series. Uh, she just released the ninth podcast about her ninth album. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And she was talking about how, yeah, she, it's so funny to listen to her talk about music. She, she's like, yeah, the previous album was all winter lava terrain in iceland no plants all the melodies were lying on the ground you know lethargic and paralyzed and uh she's like but this was all in the air because there was no gravity and no rocks and so there's no bass and it's all air and the flutes <laughs> wow i don't know what i don't know what accent i'm doing it surely is not icelandic it's not icelandic um, but it does have that sort of groovy vibe i've been to iceland and let me tell yeah? you yeah let me tell you about iceland uh tell me there's nothing in iceland but there there used to be and they 
there is in this, there can be, and, but there, it's so, there's sort of this existential, it feels like an album cover. The entire country kind of has an album cover vibe. Everyone was very nice. It was very, it was very polite. Uh, I was in, uh, outside of Reykjavik, uh, right by our hotel. We walked out to go and it's dark, you know, nine months of the year. And right. they like to take hot springs. They don't have any electricity, by the way. Uh, they have electricity, but they don't have any electrical bills because all of their, um, the electricity comes from uh, high, uh, the, the hot water. The heat, oh. the heat of the earth creates electricity and they have lights, they have action, they have power and it's wow. amazing. And then they all take uh, giant hot baths together in swimsuits and it's a delight. But did you do that? And did you then they put white stuff on their face? Why do I see pictures of people in hot Icelandic baths with like white stuff on their face? Why do I see that? It might be sunscreen. I'm not, oh, is that what it is? It might be. You can get some. What I do know oh. is that we we went in the summer, so it was light all the time. So it was eleven yeah. o'clock at night, and we were looking for food, and nothing was open because they're you know they're not monsters. Everyone goes to bed, but there were two twelve-year-olds yeah. sitting on the roof of a grocery store. Um, Spooky. Yeah, weird. Because it was like 10 and 10 30 at night. They were sitting up there, just two tiny boys up on top of the tiny up, boys. Up what looked to be like a Quonset hut, kind of, but like a, you know, like a Cub Foods or whatever it would be called, right? And I yelled up to him, Is that grocery store open? And um, one of the kids said, No, nothing is open. And then the other kid goes, We speak English. And then I said, Yeah, you do. You're doing great. How, how is your English? And the one kid goes, fuck you. And I said, 12-year-olds oh. the world over. It's a delight. Uh, and uh, I was like, well, you, you know that word. And he says, he didn't mean it. So oh. it was like that. So they were, um, it was a weird, it felt Bjorkish. It felt like a Bjork <laughs> kind of story. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. wouldn't they be a weird people? <laughs> right they're in the dark all the time then they're in their light all the time and yeah and and they have access to free electricity things are yeah. you know and it their was lights are fueled by water right they like to bathe together there's they're they they're very they're very social and the other thing is is i was i was told after i'd left thank god that the food to eat in iceland is some sort of fermented shark that's their signature dish from back before they had electricity. And if you wanted to eat a weird food in a country, and I never did, I'm like, what do you do well that, uh, cause I did ask, I said, is there any sort of traditional Icelandic dish? And yeah. I was told that I should try the meat soup, meat soup. Do you know what we call it here in America? Meat soup. What? Soup. Uh, it's, <laughs> Chicken soup, beef soup, beef vegetable the, soup, whatever. Yeah, the meat lamb, is beef. Lamb stew. It was like it's oh. kind of a whatever meat. And your normal the, meats. Your, your normal standard meats. meats. <laughs> not, not sharks. No, not fermented sharks. Not fermented sharks. Not even fish. It wasn't even a fish soup. It yeah. was just a soup. Uh, I tried at two different places thinking, well, maybe I missed something. And mm. uh, they were just good, perfectly lovely bowls of soup. Matthew right. Patrick Davis. I have weeded off, of course, as per, per usual, but I want the dork forest uh, to know that I'm talking with Matthew Patrick Davis, and it's spelled just like that, and it's at Matthew Patrick Davis on Instagram and on YouTube, and he's on a movie right now that, that was in the theaters, but it's on HBO Max now, 
and it's called Barbarian. And on November 29th here in Los Angeles at the UCB, his musical, Pun Off, will be on uh, the stage. And you should go to that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll tell people things. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. So, so what... So is Bjork... What instruments does she play? Do you know? I like her main instrument is her voice. And but she does write a lot of her own music. She has collaborators, but um, but I think she's like she's very skilled with programming. She's very skilled with a laptop. I think she okay. describes like, you know, making almost like the vocabulary for an album, like the beats or whatever, and then sending them to someone who will make the beat. But she is like finding the sounds and creating all of the sounds like the palette. OK. That's a, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and she collaborates like, with people that are that sound pretty interesting themselves. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, and lately she's been more vocal about uh, just like the misogyny of the business and how oftentimes when she'll have a male collaborator, oftentimes the male will be listed as the writer and she'll be like, I was very involved. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I was there too. Yeah, that's and, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, yeah, it's hard. To, it, yeah, when you, when you, when you work in the industry, you, you think to yourself, well, the whole industry is kind of, it's a, it's a difficult industry to go into. So you don't really notice the misogyny. You're like, well, right. no, everybody's having this problem. And then you notice that you're like, eh, to different degrees. And uh, so, but it is, the problems are, everyone has them, but the, but the degree can be uh, slightly different uh, yeah. if you have different parts. So um, <laughs> what? Parts. Parts. What uh, can you think of a favorite song? What are your let, let's try and build that list? What the heck? We have 25 minutes left. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're right. Time does fly. Um, it does. I was just wondering. Yeah, I would say yoga or joga. It's okay. J-O-G-A. Okay. Um, That's a favorite. Yeah. Which album is that one on? Um, Homogenic. Wow. She does a one word name of an album. She likes. Yeah. Are all her, they all might be one word. Yeah. I think. It's uh, her third Debut, album. Debut, Fossera, Homogenic, Medulla, Post, Tele, they're all one word. Yep. You're oh, right. There we go. She loves a one word. Utopia, Volnicura, Volta. Yep. Vespertine. It's got volcanic beats. Does that it, sound that right? What, That's yes. what Wikipedia's, uh, Got her back. That didn't work. On the third podcast where she talks about that album, she talked about how she's like, I want, I want it volcanic beats. And, you know, and true, truly, it kind of does sound like lava. It's like, you know. Right. Yeah. Is yeah. It, now, I am curious about the lyrics. Is she singing in Icelandic or English or any known she is singing in like Bjorky uh, English. Oh, it's and Bjorky she, English. That's right. She'll throw in some Icelandic every now and then, but um, but she has a very particular way of speaking English. Um, and and let let me see. Like <laughs> in, I laughed with. Uh, let's see, Volnikuro. That's one of her albums. S some of the song titles, even just to give you an idea. Uh, Stone Milker. Lion song, history of touches. 
<laughs> Ooh, History Not of to Touches. Get. Why didn't oh, yeah. she name her album History of Touches? Because it's three words. <laughs> three words. She doesn't have time for the third, the other two. Um, so in on the albums, it used to be, and I, sometimes still is, if you get a CD, which nobody ever does but me, uh, they have the lyrics listed. Or I suppose you can go to lyrics.com or whatever and get the lyrics. Have you, are, can you sing along? I don't, I, I have got I to can. hear some Bjork, clearly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can, but I've, I've, today when I was thinking about it, I actually um, realized when I sing along, I sing syll- syllabically almost. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, well, for instance, this, uh, this yoga thing, this yeah. yoga song I was talking about, I was just looking at it on the piano. Okay. If you play too many beats, they'll take it out of YouTube. Even if I play the... This is a cover. Right. Here, I, I'll give you an example. I, I, um, I'm going to look up yoga lyrics while you play it. Yeah, that's right. All these accidents that happen, follow the dot. Coincidence makes sense only with you. You don't have to speak. I feel emo. You too will. This will not be available on YouTube. They'll just blank (laughs) out that spot. Guys, go to uh, yoga.com. J-O-G-A. And uh, and and listen, it does sound pretty, though. Yeah, it's pretty because she'll incorporate a, 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 like beautiful strings, and uh, in addition to the vol- uh, uh, volcano beats, there is a hum from your. What happened? I hear a Bjork-like thing in the distance. Oh, really? I think it's the hum of possibly the instrument you were playing. Little piano. The piano is silent now. Let's see. It is now gone. There was a wind. I want to turn that into a song. (laughs) That's right. Sample it. Sample it. Take it off. Send it to Bjork. Uh, (laughs) So did she wear a swan dress? Did she wear a dress that had a swan coming out like right next to her? Kind of like a like a parrot. Um, Exactly. Little parrot on her shoulder. Little swan. That was for Dancer in the Dark. She went to the Oscars because I think she was nominated for the music. I think. Oh, I believe it. Here's here's some here's some hardcore. Emotional landscapes, they puzzle me. Then the riddle gets solved and you push me up to this. Yeah. State of emergency. How beautiful to be. State of emergency is where I want to be. Oh, that's kind of cool. Like she's, I mean, dude, this is poetry. Yep. So it's poetry to her. She's just like weird ass, awesome, found instruments. Yep. And making essentially, is it a, is it a, what is noise music? Is that something else? Uh, I don't know what noise music is. I don't think I, it's this then. Uh, <laughs> I think I gotta have be, a noise music dork on. She and, maybe dabbles in dabbles in some noise music, maybe, but most of her stuff is very melodic. Although her most recent album that just came out like a month ago, I, I was like, oh man, I remember when she liked songs. You know, right. a, a lot of those tracks were kind of noisy. Okay. Like some of them are just like, and you're just like please stop right 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 i need yeah because i do i mean it is kind of great to put on that sort of it's not ambient but it's it feels like it's 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 part and parcel of 
the cityscape, right? Or the or the landscape out in nature if you're if it's those kind of songs. And mm-hmm. you can work to it. You know, it's easier to work to than if you're listening to Dolly Parton. Or for, some people love to listen to Dolly Parton at work. I don't mind a little yeah. nine to yeah. five. But um Oh sure. But except the thing is that her albums uh she'll have beautiful songs and then some songs are just a true nightmare. Just out so, of the blue. She'll be like Yeah, so you're working qu- and then you're like fun. I feel unsettled yes i'm unsettled you're about to be unsettled for four minutes and five seconds let's do this and you're like how do i find skip and uh because there's an arc to it what is the arc to the album that was yoga that that yoga was on um that was yeah so the aforementioned volcanic beats oh that that was was it okay yeah yeah it was that yeah and 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 uh i think that was about she was in a place where she was like touring a lot. And so that was just something to be like toured in big, big stages. And then her following album was the opposite of that. It was about like tiny, tiny micro beats. And like, she would use like a deck of cards as percussion or like, it was like music boxes and harpsichords and little things that you can find at the house or like a harp. Plink, Um, plink, plink, like the mouth harp. Plink, plink, plink. You, you sure. ever see a mouth harp? Anyway, right? I always think plink plink plink. But it's oh. I, but it, but if you if you have if you, it's time to dance, you got to ding ding ding. You got to really Bling-ding. pick it up. Yeah, Can yeah. you dance to Bjork? That's the I think so. Yeah, yeah. Is and especially a, her earlier albums, some of them were explicitly made for like dance music or the dance hall or whatever. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm just uh, I'm excited. I want to hear. Uh, Okay, so I'm looking forward to the eight songs, quite honestly. Okay. Because I once saw a musical that was all steel, like those oil drums and sticks, and they people what, beat stomp? on. It was wasn't it stomp? stomp. It was, was some it the Blue stomp, Man group. It was a stomp knockoff, or it was a it was it was something that was like stomp wasn't good. We're gonna make it Soviet because it had a it had a uh, for some reason it had a marxist vibe to it early oh. soviet not not uh, 80s soviet but i think i saw it in the early 90s and okay. um the southern theater in minneapolis if anyone ever gets a chance to go back in time don't do it it was loud anyway um but it was a trend back then that was a trend with stomp and then there was like bring in the noise bring in the funk and then the bl- the blue man group came out and the, yeah that was a, yeah, a trend there was a trend and it was it was it was a lot of it felt industrial the music. Yeah. And uh and I do tend to like either something more melodic or or if I want to get like some people enjoy uh that kind of heavy that that heavy vibe like heavy metal itself has that with the when when the guitar all has that one sort of no, and uh, distortion. What? Distortion. It yeah. That's the word. It is distortion, and it's not what I'm looking for for most of the time. I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to get something done, and it's it's hard to concentrate. <laughs> the <laughs> but, world is full of enough distortion, right? But I you're think looking for some, clarity. It's sort of like when people do see horror films, they they get something cathartic out of it. And I know I used to listen to very political, angry hip hop back in the in the early in the late '80s, early '90s. Just to get mad and uh-huh. and to sort of fuel my anger. And then a friend of mine was like, you need music to get mad? I'm mad all the time. And, uh, and I was like, oh, shit. And uh, so, but I do kind of like, I still kind of like uh, political 
songs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you're not mad all the time. No, I'm not. I'm not mad all the time. So if I want to, I want to get my mad on. Uh, and sometimes I go back and I listen to the KRS one or the Bruce Coburn. If I had a rocket launcher, uh, nobody's no, nobody's listening to that song. <laughs> Anybody else? Fifty. 50 years old. Anyone? Anyway. So, uh, but the, uh, um, yeah. So what, um, what will, ha- what do you think? Uh, wh- what else do you love about Bjork? I'm trying to find something specific, but I got nothing. So <laughs> let's go big. Oh boy. Well, on the topic of, uh, okay, here, I'll give you a twofer. Cause this can, uh, this is like, a uh, barbarian fun fact and Bjork fun fact combo pack. All right. Okay. So, um, so as I mentioned, I play a prosthetic, um, scary person. Right. And in talking about with the director about what kind of sounds this person would make, uh, the the director and writer Zach Greger, he was like, uh, so remember that that uh, viral video of the cat that could talk that went, oh, Don Piano, oh, I eyes, yeah. <laughs> If you know what that is, you know what that is. And right. then, uh, and, and so he's like, obviously not that, but just something <laughs> off, something weird. And and I was like, where have I heard like off weird sounds? And then I thought of Bjork. And on the aforementioned acapella album, she has an Inuit throat singer on a lot of the tracks. And there is one track that I have to skip because it turns into a full on nightmare. <gasps> and don't send this- that on the eight, please. No, I will not. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and this, yeah, this woman basically what? is like. Oh, that is terrifying. Yeah. Does she do a nicer version on a different track? Is she got a better vibe? On it, there is actually a different track that is more of an up tempo bop, and you hear her in the background making her sounds, and it's delightful. Oh, good. Yeah, maybe and, uh, maybe we maybe maybe you put that on the eight. Maybe uh, I could. Yeah, it's always nice to have uh, d- representation. It's well, uh, I will I will only put the most accessible songs on the eight because oh, she yes is, she is a spectrum of of accessibility, and it seems like lately she is trying to actively be, be inaccessible. <laughs> She's like, I don't need you, you nerds liking me. You really got to yeah, exactly. nerd out to like me. Uh, or she went through something and, and sometimes you change, you know, and and the Mm -hmm. art that you put out, like how long have you uh, been, been writing music and, and theater and this type of thing? Uh, I think, well, I mean, I, like when I was a kid, I wrote my first song. I don't play basketball because I am tall. I'm six, eight and I don't play basketball. (laughs) Are you six, eight? That's right. We are on Zoom, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't Woo. seen a pair of shoes in three years. Uh, so <laughs> you're six foot eight. That's right. So I think that has to do with me playing scary people in movies. Is, right, because uh, they're eight. looking for a tall. They're looking for a they're, tall. They're looking <laughs> for someone with a freaky body. <laughs> but you also, um, so you didn't play basketball. And I bet oh, yeah. there's a lot of, there was a lot of chitter chat asking you, why not? Yes. Well, the coaches in high school, they knew I was a theater boy already, so they didn't pressure me. But it is often a topic of conversation amongst strangers in general on the street. Which Although it- the older I get, it's getting less and less. <laughs> but truly, it was, at a point, it was like daily, multiple times daily, just shouted across the street. Hey, do you play basketball? 
What are you? <laughs> you know, and I'd be like, no, I don't. And they'd be like, what a waste. What a waste. human life. You ever, what a uh, waste. You ever see Victor Victoria? Because the correct answer no. is, it wasn't wasted. That is the correct answer. Uh, I don't, to, I don't know that reference. Uh, it wasn't wasted. Because you can lift up, you, you can pick up uh, things that are up high. Right? You didn't waste your height, right? At first I thought you said that are a pie. That oh. are a, a pie. No, uh, uh, that are a pie. Yes. Yes. I can. And if you enjoy pie, uh, you could also reach a pie that was up tall. A pie. Yeah. Um, a high pie. A high pie. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, in Victor Victoria, there was, uh, I believe, Victor um, Robert Preston uh, plays mm-hmm. a homosexual. And uh-huh. uh, a woman says to him, what a waste. You're so handsome. And he says, don't worry. It's, it's, uh, I'm not wasting it. It's not being wasted. I'm not, oh, I'm not, yeah. it's not, or, being wasted. it's not being wasted or something. <laughs> if it's any consolation. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> yes. It's a great line. Robert Preston from the music man. From the music man, uh, which I have been listening to that soundtrack uh, a fair bit right now. Recently. Why yeah. right now? Cause did you see it on Broadway? No, uh, my brother Russ did, who's playing the flute. <laughs> he, yes. uh, he flew, he took his oldest son, uh, yes. I think against his will, but I think that Eric had a good time <laughs> in the long run for Eric's birthday. Russ took Eric for his 25th birthday to see the music band in New York City. And well, Eric, it helps when it's Wolverine. It's, it helps. It does help that it was huge Ackman. Mm-hmm. And, um, but Russ enjoyed it. And Good. he wants to just go back and go see my brother Russ. Uh, so far, is the straightest gay man in the whole wide world, and uh, but he is a delight. About uh, he did an episode of the Dork Forest about Hallmark Christmas movies uh, mm. two years ago. That if anyone wants to go back and listen to that episode, there's a spreadsheet. He's an econ professor, so there is in addition to how much he enjoys the craptastic Hallmark movie. There is also information about what they, uh, how much they cost to make. Anyway, so what is, has Bjork done other acting because of she how was, great that was? Uh, well, famously, uh, she, after Dance in the Dark, was like, that was a horrible experience. I, I went there, I put myself through the trauma of the character, and I felt it with my entire body. And I never want to do that again. <laughs> and did Lawrence Olivier come up from the grave and just say, why don't you just act? Exactly. Uh, Next time, try acting. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, that's too bad yeah. that she, it's hard to, it's hard to understand how to act if you don't go through the whole process of going to acting school and learning from other actors that it isn't real and you don't well, have to I, be it. Yeah, I mean, and some people that are trained actors do put themselves through that. But I could also see someone that isn't a trained actor being like scared that they're going to screw it up and just like, I just need to do everything possible. So I'm going to destroy myself. <laughs> right, right. Um, You're just like, she was recently, she was in The Norse, The Northman, The Norseman, The Northman, uh, which was a movie that came out about um, like old Vikings and stuff. And so she added her like Icelandic uh, Viking heritage uh, cred to that movie. Nice. Well, that's, I mean, she will add cred. I, I would think that you would want to add Bjork to any movie to add cred to it. Uh, just so too. as she could maybe be a law, she could be a judge on law and order. Yeah. I think that it'd be a really cool cameo to have Bjork on. Uh, there is, um, 
that very famous writer who plays a lawyer, who often plays a judge on Law and Order episodes, and it got her uh, a pension. It got her an actor's pension. So I can't wow. remember um, her name offhand, but she, uh, somebody. Yeah, someone's yelling at their iPod. You mm-hmm. know, your old-timey iPod when you listen to a yeah, podcast. Right. Exactly. Um, I, by the way, am talking with Matthew Patrick Davis of uh, the UCB. And it's at Matthew Patrick Davis on Instagram and YouTube. And if you like Bjork, I want everyone to email me and tell me what you what what I didn't ask. Because that's the thing. We're, we're, we're coming, you know, we have probably another five or ten minutes here. And I'm wondering, what don't I know about Bjork? Is, is she, do you, what do you know about her, her family life? Is she uh, w- one of several siblings? Is she an only child? Did you, uh, uh, Are there any memoirs? Is there an autobiography? Uh, is there she, a behind the music? What's happening? <laughs> she has kids. Oh, um, wow. I don't know her right. sibling situation, but she does have kids. And she talks about a lot of the, the process of, having kids and of motherhood in these podcasts where she discusses her albums. Um, she described actually that, that, uh, that album that used the human voice. She was just like, when I was breastfeeding, I just felt like, just like, uh, um, oh man, how did she say it in such a, like a Bjorky Icelandic way? But it was basically just like, just being in touch with just her body, obviously. And uh, so making a album uh, just made only with human bodies (laughs) uh, was part of that. And she had a song called Mouth's Mouth's Cradle, which is about breastfeeding. Okay. And in kind of a humorous way, she says it's a humorous way. But like, man, what are the lyrics to that? Because they're they're really weird. Well, I have have to say that Jenna Friedman, stand up comic. Yes. And uh, and great is been talking about how she has been breastfeeding and how dumb it is. And how how, dumb. Yeah. It's just like her nipples are cracked. She's uh, it's super, super painful until it isn't right. Oh, like it could take two or three weeks for it to really like be more like natural and for it to figure out Mm -hmm. you and the baby to figure out how to actually make it happen to, Mm -hmm. to the point of like bleeding nipples and, and, and trouble. Right. Yeah. And and you're going through postpartum depression and the kid is still sucking all of your energy literally (laughs) out of your body. So what was the mouth? What mouth's cradle. (laughs) And these teeth are a ladder up to his mouth. These teeth are a ladder that I walk that you can walk to if you want. (laughs) Oh my God! This tooth is warmth-like. This, this tooth, tooth is warmth-like. Is warmth-like. Yep. Wow. She repeats uh, that three times. This tooth is warmth-like. <laughs> yeah. I need a shelter to build an altar away from the, all Osamas and bushes. I need a what? shelter to build an altar away from all Osamas and bushes. I guess she's getting political. Right there, that one parrot, that one chat, that one. It's called it took a, stanza. a hard turn. Uh, sure, <laughs> it did. It was like uh, breastfeeding, breastfeeding, breastfeeding. Uh, I'm terrified for my child. Is yes. what that last stanza seems to say. She's like, mm, let's get this what? kid away from your Osamas in your bushes. Well, and she talked about that in the very podcast I was listening today. She talked about living in America for forty percent of her life and how and how and why she got away. She was like, it is a vi- a place of violence. And I could not square it. I would be like, 
with the school shootings and stuff, I'd be like, how can I take my child? What happens if I, if something happens? And the answer was just, and she, she framed it also in like, again, misogyny. She was like, the answer was kind of boys will be boys, you know, just a shrug. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm from Iceland where there is no army and there is no violence. (laughs) Right. That can't entirely be true, but it's also 250,000 people in the entire country. Yeah, exactly. But so, that little kid, that two, that twelve year old, said "fuck you" to you, and that's kind of violent. Well, it's uh, well, certainly antagonistic, and yeah. uh, but worse has been said. And uh, but the uh, so she lived here in the United States. Was she married to a U.S. citizen, an American? I forget. I think he's a European artist. I forget though. And then they went through a tumultuous breakup and she made an album about it. And then it was funny listening to her talk about that album where she was like, am I going to make a fucking breakup album? (laughs) 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 And of course it's the most Bjorky breakup album ever. It doesn't sound like a breakup album. It's, you know, right, right. Only in her way. Oh my God. That is uniquely her. <laughs> she has uh two children and they got okay. divorced. They were married for one year, but she has two children. But Good they were for together you. for like twenty years. Okay. Uh oh, and it is electronic dance music. It's also called yeah. alternative indie, jazz, and rock. Okay. There is one song that is jazz influenced, oh so quiet. I think that's maybe why. Okay, oh so quiet. And then yeah. there's Army of Me, mm-hmm. Atopos, Atopos, Atopos. I don't know. Venus Atopos? as a boy. Yes, that's a great. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, <laughs> I want. I I don't want to hang out with Bjork. This is much. I mean, I think that Bjork probably knows herself pretty well. That she's probably super interesting and kind of fun. Maybe now, but she sounds like a lot of work. In 1987. She seems very intense. Right. Um, And yeah, I don't know. She seems like she would be fun to like just listen to talk because of the way she phrases things. Um, right. But I don't know if she would be interested in having a conversation. Right. She feels uh, just reading a couple of the lyrics makes me think definitely a poet. Yes. Definitely a poet and definitely, you know, and and. And when I get these eight songs, I think that I will appreciate the art of the of of the music. It'll be kind she of is. cool if I get into Bjork. I'm always interested if I find out that I'm like, oh, well, it turns out I'm listening to that now. Um, right. I listen. Has, has that happened recently? Ah, uh, I don't know. For me, it is more difficult as you know, as time progresses, it is more difficult for me to get into new things. Right. I think uh, I did. I tried to listen. There was, there has been, you know, Amazon music will suggest things. Yeah. And, um, I think that Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars, is that uh-huh, correct? Uh-huh. Yep. Silk Sonic is yes, the there you go. new album, yep. the current album that I have purchased. And it is like a it? delight. It is. Yes, it's very delightful funny, dance, very smart. poppy, fun music. Yes. Uh, if you like to get high, he has the haze. If you're hungry, he has fillets. Um, but he, I thought for a long time he was saying, if you're hungry, I have the lays as in potato yeah. chips. And, Cause I thought that that would have been funnier, but, uh, fillets, of course, classier, classier offer. And, uh, so, 
the so I don't know. I wonder if I will, but I do look forward to this. This will go up in November, and hopefully, people if they live in Los Angeles and they enjoy puns and any sort of wordplay, they will go to UCB for the musical pun off. Michael, Michael again, Matthew Patrick Davis. He's six foot eight. You guys, Matthew Patrick Davis. You'll recognize him. He will be the very tall one. Um, Mm -hmm. That's on IG. That's on Instagram. That's on YouTube. Matthew Patrick Davis. Um, Barbarian's the name of the movie on uh, on HBO Max. If if you're still into scary movies in November, which people are into scary movies all year long. Sure. And thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having me. It was a delight. All right. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?